You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Welcome to the XOXO After Dark cast. Today we are talking book clubs because we are book nerds and because we have some exciting news to share at the end of the podcast. So, Very ex- important exciting yes. Yeah. So quick show of hands. I guess you can't really see us, but yeah. quick show of hands verbally if you guys have ever been in a book club. Um, oh, yes, yeah. and we have one other... Abby raised her hand. Yeah, I, so did I. <laughs> so did I. But we also have to say we have a special friend in our... Uh, um, midst in our midst, our studio, mm-hmm. our our grip. Edit Schlesinger <laughs> is here, uh, joining us again today. Well, yes, we had so much fun when he came for our Halloween show that we were like, "Stick around, stick around, talk about Come book back. clubs." So, book clubs are kind of a phenomenon into themselves. I don't know how long this has been going on, but oh, but in, wait a minute, you've been in one. I've been in one, and everyone I know is in one. And you're one. Have you ever been in one? I've never been in book club. Mm. Is it a girl thing? You think? No. I think it's more. I think it's a girl. More thing. feminine. I think it's also I lead a solitary existence. <laughs> yeah, that is true too. Yeah. But I think it's definitely a girl thing. Yeah. I mean, for the longest time, it was a me and a lot of my publishing friends mm-hmm. and yeah. their friends, mm-hmm. and that was my one and only book club that I was so yeah. loyal to. Yeah. But then it really did, and we had really good conversations. Mm-hmm. But it really was a vehicle for food and alcohol. Right. Oh, yes. I think that's the main point. But what makes a good book club book? You hear people talk about this a lot, especially in our industry. About is this a book club book? Does this have book club potential? We had huge fights over House of House of Sand and Fog, mm-hmm. Geek Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, fights. Like Ours there was, was a fight over handle House of Sand and Glamorama Fog. with Brady oh, I never even read that. That was actually I hated that book, but it was a really good book club book because you either loved it or hated it. I right. Think. Edgar Sawtell was a great one. So it sounds like the main co- component is ability to either really love yes. it or really hate it but to feel very passionately about yeah. what's going on and to on. strike yes. disagreement I think to have yeah. angles like there are some I think that are just what a great wonderful everybody loved story. it oh yeah. yeah but you're like what do I really need to say did you love it when she did this yeah me too right so. <laughs> I mean in terms of polarizing reads I mean one in particular that stands out in my mind that I had a discussion with a, a few people about was The Ruins by Scott Smith if you've ever if you've ever read oh, that, Diana, I only know that are movie. You? Yeah. Oh, you did. You talked about it once, and because I'd seen the movie, I haven't read the book. Yeah, but, but the movie alone was, was scary. Killer plants. I absolutely love, love, love. Why the was ruins. it polarizing? There, you know, it's interesting. If you even go and look at the Amazon reviews, there are people who absolutely hate this book, and I can't understand why. And oh. it truly, it truly oh. is a polarizing read. You that either is so love weird. this book like, or you hate to this it, book, or they. Just don't like the like, I, because I, I, it's sort of a it, yeah. I mean, it, it's making it's scary and it's like it's mm-hmm. an adventure, but it's also making some commentary on mm-hmm. that kind of like uh, travel, tourism, classism. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. that's, so I think there's some interesting undercurrents mm-hmm. that you could Debate. pull out. But I, I just think he's know. such a phenomenal writer. I really wish that that you know we'd see a new novel from him sooner rather than later. But mm. this in particular, when you're just mentioning that, that stuck mm-hmm. out in my mind. Yeah. About in terms of just full on disagreements. But what you said, Lauren, <laughs> Scott, too, is um, that it's really an excuse for booze and yeah, food. Hundred percent. Well, so, do you got in your experience? And I would love to hear from 
people who participate in book clubs, do you guys do themed? Like, if you're reading a book set in Spain, do you make paella? Uh, yes. We used to rotate the hosts. Mm -hmm. And... It was the host choice. Yeah. Um, I have themed in past, but for the most part, uh, I always ordered in. I couldn't deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. But I mean, mm -hmm. so most of them, if we did, mm -hmm. you know, when we did Blindness by Jose Salamango, Ooh, yeah. we, she did by Aya. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder if... Um, I wonder if we are a skewed sample set because of the restraints of space in New York. Because mm. the only book club I'm in, I do via Skype with a friend. <gasps> oh, that's the future. Yeah, oh, that is so sad. Oh, no, well, I it's, it's fine. It's happening. And I, I think I think it's actually a really uh, amazing way to certainly share your views right. and, and obviously not with with from your living right directly from your living room and not even having. Um, uh, an pants? entire gathering. Were you going to say well, pants? Yeah, pants too, I was. Yeah. You were talking pants. I was talking book clubs are a vehicle for eating and drinking. Well, I drink friends. and eat while well. we while we chat. But one thing that I love about it about book clubbing, but specifically this little, it's only two of us, maybe three. Sometimes people mm -hmm. pop in, but um, one of my best friends lives on the west coast. Mm -hmm. I never get to see yeah. him, mm -hmm. and we were English majors together. That's how we became friends. Aww. So All right, early, I take it back. an early basis of our <laughs> friendship was debating. Mm. and discussing mm. literature. And so we'll pick a book every three months or so mm -hmm. and read it, and I have the most fun because we're really discussing literature the way we used to do when we were in college, college. which was really fun. Um, I'm trying to think of the one we did most recently. I was just going to say, what did you do we, last? The one that sticks in my mind, I remember, was Cloud Atlas we did and, mm. and had oh. a rousing discussion about that. Um, that supposed to be a great book. Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, we mm. did. Because neither of us had died. ever read you were, it. I was like, you were doing the college reading again. Well, we, yeah. had, never, I, we had never read it, so, so yeah. that oh, yeah. seemed great. And then we did, what was the new Franzen one? Free, freedom? freedom. Pure. No, purity. 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 We I did purity, and one. we had a really good discussion about yeah. purity. Yeah. So it's very fun because it's stuff I wouldn't really read for right. work. Um, and generally, he picks, which because I'm always wanting to read the biggest yeah. bestseller mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a comp title or, yeah. you know, right. trying to learn about the industry, but he's picking from... Who knows how other people pick yeah. books? Yeah. I mean, Abby, yeah, and Abby, you mentioned um, uh, you mentioned about going back to college reading. Great, excuse me, blah, college reading. Um, and one thing that I found really effective about that is coming back to books as an older person, oh, you know, as an adult, and what later, have you. Yeah. And you know, or at least one thing, certainly books that you were forced to read for a reading list, like say sophomore year, junior year of high school. And then coming back and reading something like Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. Oh, that or, was a great book. Or, or, or Steinbeck's The Grapes of Wrath. And you're seeing it through the eyes of an adult. Mm -hmm. Ah, so now different. I get it. Or we, now I get it. We talked about, I guess this is a little different, but back when we talked about Harper Lee. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'd never read it at all. hadn't read it. So you were coming to it much later in life than sort of the high school yeah. where we, you freshman year in high school freshman. or whenever you usually read it. Oh, it mm -hmm. was amazing. But I think it would be so interesting like to come back to that as an adult with well, a more nuanced perspective on mm -hmm. Even, the choices one makes. Absolutely. Even more far removed than childhood to adulthood. Mm. One of my favorite books of all time is Rebecca. And it's it's a great book, but one of the reasons it's such a good, a beloved book to me is that my grandmother gave it to me when I was 12 or 13 mm. and said, this is, a, this is kind of a grown-up book, but mm. I think that you will really enjoy it. And I read it and loved it. And she recently, she's in three book clubs. She is wow. quite the woman. She's wow. reading all the time. That's fabulous. And um, in fact, all, my whole family are all in a lot of 
they're paying our course. salary basically basically <laughs> no really often i'm like nan can you just suggest one of my books for your book club? exactly <laughs> just one like, of them i don't right. need all three exactly um, but they did they're they're going through classics and they did rebecca and she said it was so interesting i think it was her third time reading to hear it. someone else talk about it well to read it again as an 80 something year old woman <gasps> when she had first read it when she was about my age you know, or the, my age when she gave it to me so 13 i think yeah oh that's um, incredible which is kind of incredible and such a wonderful thing about books is that you can revisit them with different life experiences it. and get new things out of it. Absolutely. I have uh, my my family also inveterate readers and huge library goers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, many was the the night mom and I would be sitting reading our separate books, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a big Iris Murdoch fan. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, maybe in college was like, should I pick that up? Would I like that? And she was like, oh, yeah. And she goes, mm you know what, I think you need to be in your 40s first. So <laughs> I've realized it's now time for my Iris Murdoch it's phase. Time. So I, I need it. to go start reading. Pick but, it up. Um, but I feel like only now do I kind of understand what she meant by that yeah. in some ways too. I'm like, oh yeah, you have to be You know, I here. have to jump back and take it for a second. I feel the need to quantify um, my need to drink and eat during my book club. <laughs> no one's <laughs> judging you. I judge myself no because, judgment. I know, right? I judge myself because I will say while those things definitely happened and they were a driving force, force most of my friends at the time were either in publishing mm-hmm. or not. And I just That's dis- everybody. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> I know, that's everybody, right? No, people, like, four publishing people and, like, four not. Okay. Mm-hmm. One was a photographer. One was, uh, you know, uh, very interesting different professions. You're like, all creatives? Yeah, kinda. all creatives. But what I want to say is the book clubs, and I'll go out on a limb here and be the rebel, book clubs that don't discuss the book for any length of time disgust me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about just eating and drinking. It mm-hmm. was spending four hours uninterrupted. I would get home at one in the morning. We would talk about that book. Geek Love was the longest discussion. Uh. I mean, I can name so many fantastic books because, and I thought about things in different ways. Mm-hmm. I was provoked. I was sedated i was so many things in the span of this time with these really intelligent women and i and i grew to like people more or less based on what they thought about different things and mm-hmm. time periods and i just i think it's a great way to connect with people in a time where we're so on the phone and on the computer and whatever mm-hmm. it was together talking about things yeah. i liked the, it were well, you was it all women in your book club all women oh mm-hmm. um, one because right. mine was co-ed, which I yeah. think maybe is a that probably changes the a different experience. Too. But it was small. It was basically six people. Mm-hmm. So you'd finish the night about eight empty bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, I was coming home trashed from book club like on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would happen. I would come staggering home, and my roommate yeah. would be like, "Where have you been?" I'm like, book club, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, uh, Wednesday Wednesday hangovers were were fun, but it was a nice sort of intimate group. But I do I think it was. Um, it maybe changes the tenor of the conversation a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was really grateful. It certainly changed the kind of books we chose. We mm-hmm. were all in publishing, though some were editors and some were marketers and some were sales. So we and we only ever read books that from a house that one of us worked at so we could get them for free because oh, we nice. were all sort oh. of lower level broke. Um, <laughs> hence, no themed meals. It was like we have all the wine and cheese. And no food. and ba- Well, basically cheese and crackers and whatever you picked up at the food emporium on your way to right. the... Right. apartment well um, um but it's good choices i think and it you'd have some people who were like let's read nonfiction or let's right. do this novel and it yeah. was a good mix 
So we are doing a little type of a book club here at on the XOXO After Dark cast, and we are formally inviting all of you to join us. And Isn't yes. this our first book club? I think this is, is our first read-along, our first book club. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's for a very special reason, because... Yes. Drum roll, please. Grand Dame, mega bestseller, huge legend in the romance community, uh, Judith McNaught, will have her books available on ebook for the first time ever this November 1st. Mm-hmm. And we are so excited to be rolling out, I believe it's 13 yes. titles all at once and for the first time ever in their existence. That's so fantastic. Isn't we're it? really yes. excited. And we're celebrating um, in many ways, but one of the ways that we thought here on the podcast we could celebrate was with a read-along. Absolutely. We are psyched. And um, to celebrate this, we are choosing one of McNaught's most beloved uh, titles, though Lauren will argue with this, but I was just going to say, it's not my choice. It's not Lauren's first Having choice. Having read the entire oeuvre. But um, not only can you get all of these wonderful books uh, as ebooks now, um, and we will make sure that it's posted with this podcast on XO so you can see them all. But Whitney, my love, one of her classics, one of her favorites, is available for only $1.99 because we want to make it really easy for you to join our book club and join our read-along. Um, we're going to do a read-along, and it, we're going to have hashtag Whitney Wednesdays. We want you to tweet at us at uh, XOXO After Dark and... Um, Tell us what you're enjoying. Tell us what you're liking about it. And basically, we are going to sort of read a chunk every week. And uh, we'll be, you'll look for us on Wednesdays on uh, EXO's Twitter. And uh, we'll talk about what we're doing. And we want to hear from you if you're enjoying it. And we're going to wrap up on our podcast here in mid-December. It'll be actually December 16th. Um, we'll post the whole schedule on our uh, site so that you could actually have it written down. But basically every Wednesday, so get your copy on 11-2 when it's on sale, download Whitney My Love, and then on 11-9, November 9th, we're gonna have read through chapter seven. On the 16th, we'll be reading chapters eight to 14. On the 23rd, we'll have done up to uh, chapter 21. So maybe you can get a real jump over Thanksgiving. Uh, and so on and so forth. So again, we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, you'll finish the whole book by about December 14th, and we will have our final wrap-up, including guest commentary from some of our EXO experts who are reading with us as well on uh, our uh, podcast that um, we're doing on the 16th of December. I love that we're taking to mid-December. I'm going to yep. eat this little cookie in one night. Like, uh, I don't know how you're going to it. I was like, it's, th- it's a I fatty. I got a print copy it of it, and it reminds me of when we read... Um, Bertrice. Bertrice. Yes. Oh, Bertrice was, like, was a wow, fatty, too. They really used to make books. Right, they yeah. made them long, so we broke it out to about seven chapters a week. So again, remember, that's going to be uh, Judith McNaught, Whitney My Love Read Along, hashtag Whitney Wednesdays, tell us how you're doing, but no spoilers on the, on the Wednesdays, so only talk as far as we're going to that point. If you want so to read Ed, ahead, you can keep Ed, it. Are you reading along with us? I was read about Whitney to ask if I could read it too. Oh, yeah. Read Ed, Excellent. if you do this, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'd be very happy to. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and of course, there are, as Kate said, a dozen other wonderful Judith McNaught titles available for the very first time in E. So have and with yourself beautiful a new day. covers. Yes. Even if you've seen the old covers, I think you're really going to like these ones. They're they gorgeous. Gorgeous covers. Um, and, and I believe we have great. a sweepstakes. It's, go to our website, xoxoafterdark.com, and check out all the great things that are going to be happening around this relaunch of Judith McNaught and mm-hmm. me. Absolutely. And with that, shall we send you off with the best conversations? They happen after dark. <laughs> <laughs>